Welcome to From Passion to Profit, Heart-Centered Strategies for Fit Pros, the podcast designed exclusively for fitness professionals driven by their passion to help others and the desire to succeed. I'm your host, Nicola Page, and I'm excited to have you join me. Each week, myself and guest speakers will be sharing strategies and tactics to help you attract and retain clients whilst creating a business that gives you the freedom, flexibility, and financial security you want. Ultimately, it's all about creating a successful small business that works for you as much as it does for your clients. I'm really pleased you're listening today, so let's dive straight in. Welcome to From Passion to Profit, where we talk about all things related to creating a successful health and fitness business that works for you, the owner, as much as it does your clients. I'm your host, Nicola Page, and in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about the profit first model and how using this model allows you to see how profitable your business is and can be. Now, I use what I'm about to share myself in my own business, and I use it with my clients, especially when I first start working with them. I take the time to go through it. But let me just explain to you, give you a bit of context as to why For me, I believe this is the absolute crucial first step you should be taking in your business and why I do it with my clients in particular. So I came across this model a few years ago after I had made the decision to close my first business. I had a training company. I was delivering level two, three and four fitness qualifications. It was all going really well. We grew to six figures in the first year revenue. We were delivering great quality service. And I had built a small team of tutors and assessors. We'd won a business of the year award and we were nominated for training provider awards. So on the outside, it looked great, but there was a problem that only I knew about. Whilst the revenue was great, the profit was not. After I'd finished paying all the bills that associated with the business and paying my team, there was actually very little left for me. Sometimes nothing at all left for me. Once you look at the VAT that needed to come off, which was a a real shock to me when that first happened, VAT, tax, everything else. There were months where I actually couldn't pay myself anything at all. So I thought, well, look, if you just deliver more courses, let's put some more courses on the timetable, get more students in, surely that's going to be okay. And then I thought, okay, what if I could deliver more courses across the UK because I had people asking, dude, can you come to this area, that area? So I thought, right, great. Let's put some centres up, some satellite centres up across the UK, various different places. Surely that's going to make a difference and I can start earning a decent amount out of it. One of the main reasons why I set the business up in the first place. So I would have that financial freedom. So I added more courses to the timetable We opened up satellite centers across the UK and yes, the revenue did go up, but so did the costs. What I'd actually done was I'd created myself an extremely underpaid job. I was now traveling across the UK. I had a team. I was completely stressed out and I felt like I was was a complete failure. I buried my head in the sand for such a long time. I was like, no, you can make this work. You can't fail at this, Nicola. But eventually it came to the point when I just couldn't do it anymore. 
So that led me to actually closing that business and telling my team was one of the worst feelings, one of the worst part of it. Because I'd, I felt, you know, obviously I love my team. We'd, they were amazing, but I felt, I personally felt responsible for them financially as well. The problem that I had was that my business model, the way it was set up, didn't have the capacity to give me what I wanted financially. Only I, I didn't know that at the time. I had no experience in doing any financial projections or cash flow management. I knew the training provider business is what I had done for somebody else for years. I loved the business. I had that absolute passion for what I was doing. We were delivering a great qualifications, great service. But when it came to all the finances, I had no clue what I was doing. The only time I really looked at the accounts was when my accountant gave me the reports, um, which was obviously after the fact I looked in the bank account at the end of the month and thought, crap, where's the money gone? And it wasn't until after I had closed that business down that I came across a book by a guy called Mike McCallowich. The book is called Profit First. And reading that book made me realize exactly where I'd gone wrong. Why my business, the way in which I'd set it up in the first place was doomed from the start. It didn't, it was never going to give me what I wanted. And after reading that, I I vowed that that is never going to happen to me again. I didn't know what I needed to know. And now I did know what I needed to know. And also what I wanted now was for my clients to avoid those mistakes that I had made. And that's why I use the profit first model with my clients. When I first start working with them, we look at it, I assess the business. And it's why I'm sharing this with you today. I don't want you to make those mistakes that I made. So here is a typical scenario that I see. And maybe this is going to describe part or all of what your business life is like right now. But this is a typical day in the life, week, month in the life of a small business owner. So money is coming into your business. You're probably selling your memberships, your packages, your programs, whatever it is that you're selling. So you're getting some revenue coming in. Great. But equally, the money is going out just as fast. Your your costs, maybe you're overexpending everywhere. Maybe you're not even thinking about what you should or shouldn't be spending. So you're on this hamster wheel of you've got to generate more clients, you've got to keep your clients happy, the money's got to come in, and all the money's going back out. You're probably thinking, right, if we could just get some more leads, more clients into the business, that's going to sort that out. If I just had more more hours in the day to do more, that might might fix it. It's me. I need to be doing more. That's what's going to give me, make more profit in my business. That's what's going to make the business work. So it's a mixture of got to do some more marketing. We've got to get more clients in. We've got to sell more. I've got to do more as the owner. Or maybe if you've got a team, they need to be doing more. It's all about more, more, more in some way, shape or form. But what if the problem is actually that it's your business model, that it's the structure of the way you've got your business set up? It's not your fault. You just don't know what you don't know. If you have got, like I did, I had a business model that was flawed from the start. I didn't know that. 
but it was flawed from the start. If that's where you're at right now, throwing money into more marketing is not going to solve it. Getting better at closing sales, signing people up won't solve it. You need to know for sure if your current business model could actually ever be more profitable or give you the amount of money that you want out of it, whatever that may be for you. Looking at your numbers, the finances within your business is not particularly exciting. For some people, they dread it, hate that bit. They say, you know, I'm not good at numbers, all of that. But it's so crucial for you to do. So let me talk to you about the profit first model itself, how it's structured and how you could then take a fresh look at your business right now from a financial perspective so you can see if it has the capacity to be more profitable and ultimately to give you what you want or not. And if not, then at least you can start to look at, okay, in its current format, it can't give me what I want. So what do I need to change? So the premise of the profit first model is this. If you have a business where your annual revenue, so the total annual revenue income, same thing, is less than £250,000, so less than £250,000 per year, then your operating costs, so this is all the costs that go out of your business or whatever, whether it's um, just the operating costs, whether it's your team, whether it's whatever you, uh, whatever you're going to be investing in, marketing, budget, everything. Your costs should not be more than 30%. So if you are less than £250,000 of revenue a year total, the amount going out should be no more than 30% of that coming in. Now, typically, when I first start working with a new business and I do this kind of an audit on their finances, I will see that where they are at right now is that their operating cost is usually around between 70 and 85% costs going out. So a long way away from the 30%, which is the ideal. Now, that might be the true for you as well. When you look at this, all you've got to do is get what your costs are, the total costs, you could you could just look at this as a uh, across a snapshot of say three months. What have your total costs been for the last three months? What has your total income or revenue been for the last three months? You do your costs divided by your revenue, and that gives you the cost percentage. So you can do you don't have to do it for the full year. The longer you can do it, the more accurate it's going to be. But if you were to look at your costs at cost percentage, and it was as high as I've said that I see typically anything from 70% upwards, oftentimes it's closer to the 80, 85%, if I'm honest, then you need to look at, okay, what if I put more clients into the business? If I have more members on my memberships, if I have more clients signing up to packages, will now my revenue, have I got the space for that? Will the revenue now go up? Because if the revenue goes up, but your costs don't, if they can, if they stay the same, then obviously that cost percentage is going to come down. But you need to you need to be able to kind of assess that business. Does it where is it at right now? 
And then if you were to fill the spaces that you have got, will your costs go up or will they stay the same? If they stay the same, that's great because now you can fill more people in, which means you're bringing more revenue into your business, which means your cost percentage is going to come down. If, however, like I had, every time I bought somebody new into my business, because I was a training provider, there was registration costs per student, there was certification per student. It wasn't that I was just putting them into a course. Each individual had a high cost associated with them. So every time I brought somebody new into the business, into the class, into the courses, my costs will continue to go up. If you have a business that is like that, which I'm going to I'm going to assume that let's say you're using a class model, if you're running classes that are not full to capacity, then you 100% need to be filling and focusing on filling those classes because that means that your revenue can go up but the costs, the percentage will start to come down because you're not paid. There's nothing really for you to pay per person that comes into that those existing classes. If you're running a timetable or maybe you're doing personal training sessions or you have got um, small group personal training sessions and you think, well, the, these what I'm running at the moment are not full, but I need to just put more onto the timetable. I need to offer different days and times. That's what I need to fill. Then if you're hiring somewhere somewhere, or you're paying somebody to deliver those, your costs are going to go up as the revenue comes in. But you won't know this unless you take time to actually look at it, to do the assessment of it first and foremost, to see where, where it's at right now, and then to look at What's the capacity the business has? Could the operating costs percentage start to come down once you start to bring the revenue in? And if it does and it gets closer, so if you've got less than £250,000 a year, you ideally want your cost percentage to be around the 30% mark, certainly no more than 40%. If you are between the two hundred and fifty and five hundred thousand pounds a year, then you could your cost percentage will be higher because generally when a business is bringing in a higher revenue around that, there's usually more costs associated, associated i.e., with team. So for you, if that's your range, five hundred thousand to two hundred fifty thousand a year, then you're probably looking at cost percentage about forty to fifty percent, fifty percent maximum. So look at where your business is at now, and then what does it have the capacity to do once you start filling the slots that you've got available, whichever format you've got. If the numbers don't stack up, if that cost percentage does not come down or it starts to go up as your revenue goes up, you need to look at the model that you have got. Something needs to change because Whilst I focus heavily here on the cost percentage, what you have to remember is this. Out of the revenue you bring in, you've also got tax to pay. So there's a percentage that goes for tax on top of your costs. Then there is, uh, if you're VAT registered, obviously you've got your VAT to pay, which can be a complete shock for people when that first happens, if you are not already prepared for it. 
So that eats in, it's all eating into the profit that's left for you, the business owner. So the more, the, the higher your cost percentage, plus the tax, plus the VAT, the less there is in the pot for you. And then for me, it's like, what, what's the point? Unless, you, unless you've got another form of revenue coming in or, you know, you absolutely do not need to pay any bills for whatever reason, you're just doing this out of sheer love, your business is not going to be sustainable. The ideal scenario would be that you start to build the profit pot up and that you actually have a reserve of three months worth of operating costs at any one time. That's the that's like the ultimate ideal goal to get to. You may be a million miles away from that right now. You may be just at the point where your business is just about covering the costs and just about paying you a small salary. If that's where you're at, you've got to look at that model. Does the model need to change? If it does need to change, change it now. Don't bury your head in the sand like I did. If I knew what I know now, back when I first set my that that training provider business up, I would have done things so differently, but I didn't. And I ended up falling out of love with it, getting really despondent, feeling like a complete failure, shutting it down. And then finding out about this after the fact. So please, if you're at the point listening to this where you, the scenario I've described, my my experience is similar to you, you've got to look at this now. If you're at the stage where actually you're you're paying yourself a, a decent salary, you're happy with that, you're covering your costs, um, you're, but there's not a lot that's left over in the business, still look at the model start to build up that reserve. Because here's what happened for a lot of people when COVID hit, they didn't have a reserve. So their income dropped dramatically to start with. Yes, many of people in the fitness industry pivoted and went online. But that first initial part, a lot of people just froze, they didn't see it coming. And the reserves were not there. If you've got a Particularly if you, you know if you've got a bricks and mortar business, you've still got costs to pay. If you've got a team, they still want to be paid. So by having that reserve, the three months reserve, that gives you breathing space to make better informed decisions rather than decisions out of fear, because no great decisions have ever been made when you're in that mode of panic and fear. So wherever you are at, whatever stage of your business you are at right now, the profit first model, go and read that book if you want to read that book. It's a brilliant, it's quite heavy. It is quite heavy. Um, once I had to read it several times to really get my head around with it, around it, and then to put it, start putting it into, into action. But have a read of the book, or at least listen to this again and do the do the sums on your business. Where are you at? Do you have a profitable business model or not? It may not be profitable right now, but does it have the capacity to be one? If it doesn't, change it. It's your business. You can do with it whatever you want. So you have the power, you have the choice to change it. You can look at the way you run your sessions. You can look at the way you have, what your operating costs for me, like often I would do a kind of an audit of my costs, say once every quarter to see 
whether any of those could be removed. Do I still need them? Would that affect the quality of the delivery of the service? Or have I, you know, have I overspent somewhere unnecessarily so? But just look at your numbers. Because as I said, typically when I first start working with a new client, their cost is over 70%, sometimes higher, like the 85, 90%. And what we've had done when we looked at it, we'll go, okay, right, this business for some, not all, this business does not have the capacity to give you what you want financially. So we need to change it now. And then we explore ways to change it. Other times when we look at it, we go, okay, the cost percentage is high right now. But if we focus on filling, the, getting the numbers in, this is what it can look like. So now we have a very clear map. We've just mapped out the actions we need to take on that business to get it to be more profitable. Because so whilst money is not everything, you, you need and deserve to be paid well from a business that you're running. But it's more than that. If a business is not profitable, that means it is not sustainable. And we want your business to be just uh, sustainable. And for me as well, when it comes to, whilst I appreciate numbers is not very exciting, they do not lie. They give you facts. In business, we can often make decisions based on how we feel about something. So we can be quite emotive. We make uh, decisions, what we say is based on our gut or whether we feel like this is the right thing to do. When it comes to what I'm talking about here, being a profitable business, you need to look at some facts. Yes, you can you can go with what you then feel to be the right thing. But once you have the facts and the numbers do not lie, they may be painful at first to see, but if you don't like what you see, but the great thing is you now have the choices to do something about it. Do not, whatever you do, wait till you get to that stage I was at. But that, that stage was far, far more painful than taking some time to do this now. So I hope this episode has left you keen to look at your numbers. I won't necessarily say excited, although I have to say the more I, I've done this over the years, the, I love the numbers now. Um, if somebody had said that to me 10 years ago, that you'll love numbers, I would like, no, no way. It was not my thing. Now I love it because I, I love to see the facts and then look at the challenge of it. Okay, so what can we what can we do to improve that? So I hope that's left you feeling keen to look at your numbers. Once you know what they are, then you're going to be able to make strategic decisions based on facts, not just emotions or not just on what other people have suggested that you do. You know, other coaches or mentors or friends that are in the industry, they may say, oh, you need to do this. Your business is your business. Your revenue, your costs are your revenue, your costs. So you need to be doing things that are based on factually based on what's right for your business. If you've made it to the end of this session, then well done, because I know that numbers and finances are not exciting. And if you are still listening, then would you do me a huge favor? Would you take a few minutes to just leave a review and share your biggest takeaways from this session? I'd love you to share what you what you got from this and and also if you put any of this into action come back and 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 share what you've done and how it's helped you we want to inspire other people to do the same and while you're there don't forget to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes so that's it from me that's the profit first model 
do your numbers and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to From Passion to Profit. I've been your host, Nicola Page, and I'm on a mission to help as many fit pros as I can to create successful small businesses. And the best way for me to do that is to get this podcast out to as many fit pros as possible. I'd be really grateful you could help me to do that by sharing and leaving a review. And if you're looking for more personal support and strategies to help you grow your business, come and join our Health and Fitness Business Members Club. It's an extremely low-cost membership that gives you huge value each month. There's no long-term commitment. You can just simply cancel at any time. All the links on how to join the club are in the show notes.